You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 254, Where Do I Start in Writing My Book? You know, in the last two episodes, we talked about blogging, and I gave you some of the benefits of blogging, some tips to getting started, um, and really dealt with the question, is blogging still a thing? Do people still read blogs? And one of the, the, the tips on blogging, one of the benefits on blogging that I discussed was the fact that if you blog consistently about the same subject, really after six months or a year, you could very well have enough content to create a book. And so that evidently spurred the imagination in some people. And, you know, I mentioned in the, the one of those episodes that um, depending on which study you read, over 80% of Americans have thought about writing a book. 80%, that's 8 out of 10 people have considered writing a book. Now, whether or not they pull the trigger, that's a whole other thing. Reality is they probably won't. But just the fact that 8 out of 10 people are at least thinking about it is definitely... Uh, very interesting. So what I'm going to do in this episode and probably the next episode is we're going to have, I'm going to give you 10 uh, thoughts, 10 ideas, 10 things to help you get started in writing your book. But before we do that, I want to let you know this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by my book, Street Cop 2 Reloaded. My first Street Cop book uh, really uh, was very popular Got a lot of great feedback, so we did a second one, Street Cop 2 Reloaded. And uh, in this book, you know, essentially what happens is you strap in to the passenger seat of the police car with me, and we go out on patrol, because these are true stories from my career as a police officer. Uh, they're exciting. It's fast-paced. Uh, some will make you laugh. Some will probably be a little disturbing. But it really gives you an insight of what it's like to be a, a police officer in, um, at least in the metro Atlanta area, and probably a lot of these things are uni universal for, for most places in America. So check it out. I know you'll love it. There'll be a link in the show notes, and uh, you can even go, go, go to Amazon and read a little bit of it, see if you'd like it. But by all means, click buy and uh, grab you a copy of Street Cop 2 Reloaded. Well, okay, like I said, I've gotten some feedback, I've gotten some comments over the last couple of weeks. People are like, well, you know, I love that idea of letting my blog become a book, but really, where do I start? Where do I start in writing a book? And so, I want to give you 10 thoughts, 10 ideas, and like I said, we'll probably do this over two episodes on how to get started on writing your bestseller. Number one, what are you writing? This is something great to ask ourselves. Are you writing fiction? Are you writing nonfiction? Or are you writing your memoirs? 
Now let's break these down for a second because sometimes people think about writing a book but they're not even sure what they want to do. Fiction, that's that's telling stories. Those are novels. Uh, my six-book series, the, the Zombie Terror War series, is a series of uh, fast-paced, uh, fun stories, action, adventure, little romance. But they're stories. They're entertaining. Do I try and teach in those novels? Yes, a little bit. But the main thing is to tell a great story that people are going to enjoy. There's nothing wrong with being a good storyteller. So that's fiction. Um, we'll talk about kind of how to get started in fiction, but the next one is nonfiction. What's nonfiction? Nonfiction is generally when you're trying to teach somebody something. You're passing along your expertise. You're helping somebody to learn something they don't know or to sharpen up an area. Uh, for example, uh, several of my books are biblical study books. These are to help people, to broaden their knowledge, to help them understand their Bibles better. Uh, Peter and Paul in Acts, Miracles in Mark, uh, New Testament snapshots, Reflections on the Resurrection. These are uh, teaching books. My leadership book, Leading into the 21st Century and, and Beyond, it's a teaching book. It's also a motivational book. So uh, nonfiction is very important because, as I said on the, the, one of the previous podcasts, we all are an expert in something. You know, all of us, you know, know something that maybe other people don't know or something that we can teach and pass on. And so figuring out what that is um, will, will kind of help steer us towards what our book should be. And then number three, what are you writing? Our memoirs. You know, a lot of people have uh, overcome adversity. I talk to people all the time who would say, oh man, I've just been through so much. God has brought me through so much. The way that uh, my life has turned around because of my relationship with Christ or something else. People will tell you that they, they have stories that they think other people would be interested to hear. And that's so true because memoirs typically sell very well. People are interested in reading about other people. People are fascinated to hear how you overcame adversity. Um, so that's a great, great thing to write about. Uh, in my case, my two police books, Street Cop and Street Cop 2 Reloaded, are examples of memoirs. Now, these are not my autobiographies because I don't tell you my whole life. I'm just telling you true police stories, um, different things that I did during my police career. But they're still, uh, the genre would be considered memoirs. So, you know, as I mentioned in the, uh, as, as we got started, the resource highlight is uh, Street Cop 2 Reloaded. So kind of check it out. It gives you an idea of what, what this can look like. Um, and, and, you know, you can format it any way you want to. But, um, you know, memoirs are something that people really enjoy reading. So fiction, you're telling great stories. You're writing a novel or even short stories. You know, a lot of people write collections of short stories. That's interesting. Uh, nonfiction, you're teaching somebody how to do something, typically. And then your memoirs. And, of course, there's other... Uh, genres. Some people write poetry, and there's photography books, you know, picture, picture books, and there's other stuff out there, but this kind of gives you an idea. These are the three uh, main genres. The second thing I want to ask you, you know, when you're asking me, where do I, where do I start in writing my book? Well, here's, here's the question back at you. Who are you writing to? Who are you writing to? Who is your audience? 
and to say everyone is not good enough. Everyone is not going to read your book. You're going to have a specific audience. There's going to be a specific group of people that are going to connect with you, and you have to understand that. No matter how good a writer you are, it's not going to have universal appeal. Um, That's just the way it is. But who are you writing to? Are you writing to young adults? Are you writing to singles? Are you writing to people that are over 50 years years of age? You know, a lot of times what I'll do when I'm writing a book is I'll have one person in mind that I think will really enjoy what it is that I'm writing, whether it's a novel or whether it's nonfiction. There's typically, and maybe even two, but I'll have just a few people in mind, real people, friends or or, or, or readers, uh, people that maybe I've known or even don't know, but I know they enjoy my writing. And I'm thinking about them while I'm writing because I know they're going to enjoy it. So who is your specific audience? You've got to have somebody in mind because to write for a general audience um, typically means you're writing in very broad terms. And, you know, most authors will tell you that having in mind somebody specific, having in mind a particular audience is actually really going to help you when you sit down and start writing. Number three. How many similar books to what you want to write have you read? For example, you've got an idea for a romance novel. Well, do you read a lot of romance? And you probably do. But if you hesitate when I ask that question and you say, well, no, I really haven't. Well, that's the first place to start. To, to say, hey, look, I've got a story and I'm going to write a book, but you haven't read any other books in that genre is a terrible, terrible mistake. Um, we're going to talk about doing research later, but this is part of doing your research. If you're going to write a novel, you know, a historical, you know, fiction novel, well, what other books in that genre have you read um, that, that are similar to yours? It's really going to help you to understand what's already on the market. It's going to let you see how other authors have have kind of crafted their books. It's going to give you some ideas, and I promise you it's going to help you. Um, it's the same thing with nonfiction. If you're going to do some type of biblical studies book, you've got an idea to you know, do, do a Bible study guide on uh, the letter Paul's letter to the Philippians. That's great. What other books on Philippians have you read? Very, very important. Because if you haven't read anything else and you think you're just going to sit down and write a bestseller, you're probably mistaken. We've got to know what the market is. We've got to know what else is out there. Same thing with memoirs. If you're going to sit down and write your memoirs, what other memoirs have you read? Because a lot of times, and, and, and you know, I, I've, I've talked to authors. I get people, other authors will occasionally send me their manuscripts and say, hey, look, take a look at this. And usually they don't want to hear my feedback. Because it's very obvious that this person hasn't done any research. They're writing what they think people want to read. But when I'm reading it, I'm like, "Ah, this is really not well done. It's boring. It's just not put together well. So so knowing what else is on the market is really going to help you know how to fashion this amazing manuscript that you have inside of you. So how many similar books have you read to what you want to write? Number four. If you're wanting to write fiction, if you're wanting to write some novels, awesome. The first thing I would recommend doing 
is before you go any farther, sit down and write a one or two page synopsis of your story. If you can limit it to one page, I'd say limit it to one page. If you go to two, that's fine. But no more than two pages, write an outline of your story. Um, what What's happening in the story? What's going on? You know, who are the main characters? Where are they going? Um, this is all very, very important stuff because if you, as the author, can't in just a few paragraphs give me a synopsis of what your story is going to be about, when you start writing it, you're going to have a lot of trouble condensing your thoughts. And the, the, there's nothing worse than reading a novel where it's very obvious that the author doesn't know where they're going. Look, I'm all for being creative and using your imagination. There's no doubt that there are times when I start a, a novel, you're not 100% sure where you're going. I'm actually working on one now, but I've got a pretty good idea of where I'm going. And so by writing out a synopsis, by, and you don't have to, listen, in your synopsis, you don't have to deal with everything, but you want to give a basic story overview because this is going to help you organize your thoughts. It's going to help you have something, you're going to have something to come back to. Um, you may even use this synopsis or part of it later on in putting um, the description on, on Amazon if you self-publish or on the back of the book. So by all means, do this. Um, for nonfiction, same thing. What is it that you want to accomplish? Um, write a paragraph, a couple of paragraphs on what it is that you're wanting to teach and how you're wanting to teach it. Um, for your memoirs, what are you wanting to tell? I mean, are you wanting to tell your entire life story or are you wanting to deal with, um, you know, how you overcame being abused? That's, that's an incredible thing. People deal with that kind of adversity all the time. And how are you going to tell that story in a way that, um, you know, shows what you've been through and is also going to help other people? Uh, I recently read a book about a man who was raised in a religious cult. Uh, his parents were, were into it before he was born, but so he was born into this cult. It was all he knew. It was very abusive. It was very heavy-handed, uh, very authoritarian. And uh, when, he, when he turned 20, he decided, you know what? I'm getting out of here. And so it was a fascinating story of how he escaped from this cult. And then what his life was like afterwards, because... After being trained to think that way for all those years, um, you know, it, it, it really made an impact on us. So fascinating book. Um, you know, when, when I decided to write my uh, street cop books, I sat down and started, um, instead of writing a synopsis, I started writing a collection of stories that I wanted to include in the books. And so that became my synopsis. But you need to know where you're going to start and where you're going to end. If you don't have that, you're going to be writing in a lot of different directions, and it's very, very tough to follow. So do yourself a favor. Write out a synopsis of what you want to write about. And then number five, number five. If you're writing fiction, put a character list together. Put a character list together. I found that as I wrote, wrote my characters out, even before I started writing, now trust me, I didn't write all my characters out because... 
You know, there were there were periods of time in the book when I, I needed to create a character for to, to fit different situations. That's fine. But I already had my main characters, five or six people, uh, maybe even more, written out, and I wrote a backstory for each one, where they came from, uh, you know, maybe just a paragraph or two. I actually wrote a physical description for each one of my characters and some of their background. And I found that as I worked, it's helped me so much being able to see a picture of the person that I'm writing about. So if you're writing a novel, if you're writing fiction, put a character list together. Do that before you do anything else, at least for your main characters. It will really help you. Well, all right. Let me give you a quick recap. We've covered five of these ten thoughts that I want to give you in helping you get started in writing. Uh, today we ask our, the question, what are you writing? Clarifying what genre you're going to be writing in. Is it fiction, nonfiction, or is it your memoirs? Who is your audience? Who are you writing to? Remember, a general audience uh, is not acceptable. Who is that person or few people that you're actually writing for? Who do you, who do you see picking up your book, reading it, and enjoying it? Number three, how many similar books that you're wanting to write how many of those kinds of books have you read? Go to the library. Get on Amazon. Um, you should read a number of books similar to what you're going to write about because it's going to let you know what the market's already doing, let you know what's out there, and it's going to give you some great insight. It's going to help you a lot. Um, I find sometimes when I do this, reading similar books, it shows me which direction I don't want to go. Maybe I won't like how the author dealt with something, and I'm like, man, Sure, I'm glad I read this because I could have fallen into that same trap. So anyway, something to think about. Number four, if you're writing fiction, if you're writing a novel, make sure you write a one or two page synopsis of your story. Where is that story going to start? What's going to be some of the climactic points? You know, just maybe some of the big scenes. What's going to be some of the drama, the tension, uh, whatever. And then where is that story going to end? Writing the synopsis out will really help you. And then number five is put a character list together. Writing out your characters. Again, we're talking about fiction here. If you're writing fiction, create a character list. Who are they? What are their names? What do they look like? What's some of their background? Create a backstory for your characters, especially if you're going to write a series. But even if you're not writing a series, if you're writing a standalone novel, I'm telling you, this character list will help you so much, especially when you get deep in the novel, you're going to you're gonna go back to it so much. You're going to go back to it so much and, and, and rely on what you've written. So it's really going to help you. Plus, it's going to actually help you form your characters because when you write their backstory, um, it helps you really develop the characters because... If, if they've been educated in a certain way or they've been in the military or, you know, they have a disability or, um, you know, maybe they're a different nationality or whatever, it's going to affect the way they think, the way they act, the way they react throughout your novel. So do yourself a favor, put a character list together. Well, we will stop there, but what we will do next week is we will pick up and we will add the next five um, ideas to answer the question, where do I start in writing my book? Well, listen, I'd love to hear from you. Go to davidspell.com. If you haven't been to my website recently, go check it out. Read some of my other blogs. Uh, my book list is up there. Uh, my wife and I are heavily involved in 
missionary and humanitarian work in other parts of the world. If you'd like to participate in that, there's a link that you can click that would uh, would help with that. That's all that money is goes for is just for, for the humanitarian work that we're involved in. Uh, make sure you join my email list. I'd love to hear from you. And friends, until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to keep writing. <laughs>